1: This episode is sponsored by The Art of Pinning, a self-paced Pinterest class for wedding and lifestyle photographers. If you are having a hard time driving traffic into your website or SEO is overwhelming you or the people that are visiting your website are not the kind of visitors, aka they're not converting into clients, then this class is for you. You can find more information at www.thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest or just follow the link in the notes. Now, enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I'm Carolina Gusek, your host. And today we have a very special guest all the way from, oops, I don't even know which city are you in. (laughs) Tamira, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
0: I am good, Carolina. And DC, by the way.
1: Awesome. So all the
0: way from D.C.
1: How is everything? How is the spring, the cherry blossoms, all that good stuff?
0: Well, I have allergies. So. Oh,
1: well then. Forget about this.
0: <laughs> but but the weather is beautiful. It's It's finally getting warmer. The sun is shining. So I can't
1: complain at all. Awesome. So what about we start right at the beginning? Introduce mm-hmm. yourself. Tell us who you are and what kind of photography do you do?
0: Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, as Carverlina said, I am Tamara, uh, pronounced and spelled the same way as Tia and Tamara uh, from Sister Sister. And I am the creative director and principal photographer of and Creative. Um, and Creative is a content creation agency that specializes in product photography and styling for women of color-led beauty and lifestyle brands. I am also the founder of The Photo CEO, which is a program for women product photographers who are ready to um, market their services with more confidence and earn more while working smarter, not harder. And when I'm not trying to change the world, (laughs) you can find me taking a nap or watching a Marvel movie or eating a donut because balance.
1: I don't know what time would you have, you know, to sit down and watch a movie with all these hats you wear, but I'm glad that you find, you know, a balance to do a little bit of like self-love in the shape of a superhero. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. So I am really excited to have this conversation with you because... With almost 100 and, I don't know, maybe 50 episodes by the time this air, we have touched very little in brand photography. And I know with the pandemic, this was a pivot that a lot of people did. Uh, So I really need to ask you a lot of questions about brand photography because I know very little. But the first thing that I want to ask that I know a lot of people have this question is like, who needs? Who needs brand photography? Yeah, you know anyone can
0: use product photography and um, it's going to be based off of your needs of course and there are different genres of photography of course to fit your needs but to get specific if you are selling a tangible product it is in your best interest to invest in high quality photography product photography especially now to your point that You know, we have been in a panini (laughs) (laughs) um, for over a year, and the way we shop, the way we look at things has essentially been appended quite quickly. Um, And it's very important to have product photography that is a true reflection of your product so that your clients or your, your audience can essentially get a feeling of of smell of taste literally just through the photo right um so it's 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 a non negotiable
1: good so ask photographers right because this is who kind of like the the main audience is here yeah photographers that are doing let's say weddings that is a very seasonal thing, and mm-hmm. now they want to like kind of like embark into this, you know, new genre, what would be some of the recommendations that perhaps you have for them?
0: Oh, man. (laughs) Um, I know this is a loaded question. So how much time do we have? Okay, so so let's start at the top, I would say. So (laughs) I think the assumption when it comes to branching out into product photography or any kind of photography, but we're speaking about product photography. I would say that the assumptions usually is that in order to book clients, you need like a really amazing, like pretty organized Instagram grid. You need to spend thousands of dollars on expensive equipment. You need to invest in paid advertising. You need to have hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers. You need to have the state of the art photo studio. And I'm just here to let you know, none of that is true. Good. <laughs> um, you know, when I started my business, I made $10,000 in the first six months. It was haphazard. But the tools that I had, I only had an iPhone. I had two soft lights that I bought off Amazon for like $40 a pop. And my studio was a, a tiny little corner in my New York studio apartment. Um, that is really all that I had. Um, but I decided to create some sort of framework, which is what I teach in the photo CEO program. And the framework helped me increase my sales by like 400%. Like I ended up making $50,000 in one year over the span of in, in two years. And I just recently hit six figures with no paid ads. And I still don't use ads. So... To kind of give a framework, if people have notebooks right now, I usually teach uh, this framework I call the CEO framework. So the first is clarify. You wanna make sure that you get clear on your messaging, your ideal client and your pricing, right? So for messaging, that, that means that clients are not just hiring someone to take their images, they're also invested in the person who is shooting. I find that a lot of times photographers they want to stay behind the camera. They they don't want to show their face, but it's unavoidable, right? Like no one is saying that you need to post selfies all of the time, but clients and your audience they want to want a vested interest in who is taking their photos, right? Um, product photography, depending on your workflow and your process usually it takes about three to four weeks from the time that you sign a client to the time they get their final images. So your client wants to make sure, am I going to enjoy this person for the next three to four weeks of my life, right? Um, and if you have an amazing personality, you shouldn't be afraid to show it. Um, when it comes to your ideal client, it's really important to get really clear on your client qualifiers, right? And it's more than just where they live and how much money they make, right? You have to really understand what keeps them up at night. What are their business goals? Why do they need your service right now? Where are they in business in relation to who you serve, right? The clients that I serve may not be the clients that you want to serve, right? Um, Most of my clients, you know, they have an established business. They're also women of color. They've been in business for about three years and they're looking to grow their businesses exponentially, either to hit their first six figures, maintain six figures, or hit their first million dollars, right? And so the way I'm able to attract that client is by getting really clear um, on who I'm speaking to and listening to them to hear those cues. So I know who my ideal client needs to be and then pricing. Pricing, people really make this more difficult than what it really needs to (laughs) be, True, Um, especially women, which is why I coach specifically women product photographers, because we're taught as women to believe that we are not business or financially Mm. savvy, yet it's proven that one, we manage the finances of the household and that we are just better leaders. You can fight me on it. You can at me on Instagram. I don't care. I stand by this truth, right? I second uh, this, okay? So. <laughs> I stand by it. So it's really important to understand how much you need to not only sustain your business, but also your lifestyle, right? Um, use a project-based rate as opposed to working on an hourly rate, right? Like really focused on pricing for value. And, and pricing for value doesn't necessarily mean um adding more to your workload in order to justify a price increase right that's something that we talk about in the o part of the framework um and then once you have those components you need to get the message out there like you need to tell your network hey i offer wedding photography but i'm actually looking to start taking product photography and if you're thinking to yourself over oh, weddings you know, how can I transition? Maybe your first product photography clients are stationary, right? Mm -hmm. Like wedding stationary product photography, right? Start creating the content that you want to be hired for. Share it, post it, speak to your existing network, right? Even if your immediate audience um, don't meet your services, they may know someone that needs your service, right? So you have to get the message out there. I find that the reason why people are so fatigued when it comes to posting on social media or utilizing social media is because their marketing efforts or I should say their social media efforts is not a reflection of their marketing efforts, meaning.
1: All right, let's dive into this. (laughs) Meaning
0: your marketing efforts should be a reflection of your sales goals. That's it.
1: I need, I need, I I, I need need, need a step by step here. (laughs) I'm I'm, going
0: to, I'm going to give an example, but I want people to just, I feel like the light bulb just went off, right? Like the reason why they feel like, oh my God, like, do I need to post every day? Like, do I need to do reels pointing at, at words? No, you don't need to do that. Right? Do do I need to do all the IG lives and the IG TVs? No. First, your marketing effort should be a reflection of your personality. Right? What works for me may not work for you. I am someone who is very comfortable, <laughs> um, as you know, getting on IG stories with my head wrap, eyebrows not done, and totally just going off the cuff and sharing things. Right? You may not be that way. Maybe you need a little bit more structure. Or um, maybe you use podcasts, right? Like there's so many many ways of how you utilize marketing that works for you, but it should be a reflection of your sales goals. For example, if your sales goals for, let's say one month is $3,000 and based off of your pricing, like doing the exercises to figure out what your packaging should be, let's say you only need three to four clients in one month in order to make $3,000, right? That would give you a better perspective around what and when you post online, right? So then you would get really clear on your pillars, right? Maybe behind the scenes content works for you. Maybe testimonials. Testimonials is like, it's like liquid gold. I love testimonials. Testimonials are amazing. You know, maybe you post recent work. Of course, sprinkle in an image about you, you know? That ad, but all of these things adds value uh, for your audience to make the decision as to whether or not you're the right person for them.
1: I love this. And one thing that I'm really a strong in, and maybe it's because it's my personality. I mean, it is what it is. I am all about self-promotion. I have no shame going all the time on Instagram telling, and again, it's not like, hey, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me, Mm -hmm. because that gets tiring. Mm -hmm. Like the second time you do that, this is it. You have to retire. Mm -hmm. There Mm -hmm. is so many ways to self-promote yourself in a way that is not needy, in a way that is not like shouting, you know, at an empty void, buy my product. But in a way that is, as you said, that reflects who you are, your personality, Mm -hmm. and also that adds value to your audience. I've seen so many times with people that I coach that they're like, well, I'm not getting the amount of clients that I need. And then I go and I take a look, let's say at the easiest thing, because the easiest thing will be Instagram, right? That's what Mm -hmm. everybody's Mm -hmm. using. And I'm like, literally not once in the past 10 posts have I seen that you're offering your product. You're posting beautiful photos. You're not giving me a call to action. You're not giving me, um, you're not giving me context of like, why should I do this? You're just posting a pretty picture that says, oh, it was lovely. I don't know what to do with this. Clearly not booking you because you're not telling me.
0: Bingo. That is the thing. I mean, you took the words out of my mouth, Carolina. Ah! I am mean, like, <laughs> over here like pointing at my screen, like, yes, I girl. I'm going to bubbles at words. say it, <laughs> say it. That is the thing that a lot of people forget to do is that they don't tell people what to do. People want to be told what to do. What is the call to action? If I'm posting a beautiful photo and and, and someone scrolls, and they're like, oh, that's pretty. And they keep scrolling and they move on, right? The photo should captivate your audience and then the caption should tell them what to do next, right? The call to action, a very simple one can simply be, Want to learn more information about my services? Want to figure out how we can work together? Visit the link in my bio and schedule a call. I automate a lot of my things because just efficiency is key for me. But maybe that's one call to action. Maybe another one is if you're someone who loves to talk in the DMs, maybe it's send me a DM and we can have you know a, a private conversation about my services and see what I can do for you, right? There's so many ways to invite conversation. That that is really all that marketing is. Marketing is literally just a conversation between two people and figuring out whether or not I'm working for you or not. It's like speed dating, and I know it is. It's, it's like cringy, right? But it, that's essentially what it is. Um, and also, too, I think it's to it's it's important to have perspective. Perspective, in the sense that statistically right statistically like looking just at selling you know statistically three percent of people are ready to buy at any given time like for for something right so three percent right so that may mean that Maybe for every five posts, you get an inquiry or maybe every 10, you know, it, it really depends. So I, I I think that's why it's really important to kind of go back to what your marketing goals are and making sure that it's a reflection of your sales goal so that you feel like you're not, you know, for lack of a better phrase, a chicken with your head cut off on Instagram, trying to keep up with all of the trends, because then you'll just become overwhelmed. Then that's when imposter syndrome comes in then that's when you feel like oh i can't do this then that's when you essentially leave consistency just by the wayside because you feel like it's not working but it is it's you just you just need to give it time it just needs to tie back to your goals no one else's
1: i love that you mentioned this because i feel even though i love instagram i feel that it has also given us this unrealistic concept of what life is right we yeah. think that we're going to post a photo and immediately we're going to get 10 increase right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not the case maybe you're lucky maybe it happens but let's be honest not the case right you it, it's all about timing it's all about as you said i think that consistency in any business consistency and resilience is like the most oh. main ingredients yeah. that you can have because there is going to be times as you said that you're like i don't see the needle moving And I think this is really important. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it's actually not moving, right? Mm -hmm. For example, you're posting all these beautiful images. You're getting likes. You're not getting clients yet. There is somebody else on the other side of that phone about to make a decision. What you need Mm -hmm. to do is maybe tie up a little bit your Mm -hmm. marketing Mm -hmm. to make sure that you push that person over the finish line. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that is important. And not only that, but... Let's talk about once you
0: actually get the client, right? Oh yeah, let's do this. So, you know, I, I think, well, before I actually get to that, let me <laughs> finish my other, <laughs> sorry, I'm just so- It's good, it's like I'm having ugly. coffee with a friend here. Yeah. I think the other thing too um, about that consistency piece and like just, and, and posting like, and still showing up, there's two thoughts. The first thought is, it is a numbers game, right? It is a resiliency and a consistency game. And and the thing that I used to say when I used to teach like my free webinars is like every time I show up on Instagram and post something in relation to my business and you don't, right? I have a higher probability of being booked for that mm-hmm. project. Correct. Not because I'm better or anything like that. It's simply a numbers game
1: because, because you're I'm up?
0: consistently showing up, right? That's the first. And then the second is show up and share your interest. I actually had an um, a discovery call a couple of days ago, and she said she had found me on Instagram via a hashtag. Hashtag still work, y'all. But when we got on the phone, what was really interesting is that she said, you know what really got me to schedule a call is I saw your reel with you putting together your your wall in your room, in your in your apartment, the interior styling. Something that is completely unrelated to product photography, right? Something that is related to my home and like something personal. But she she took that as, oh well, if she can style that, I know she can help me. In product photography, right? So that's why it's just really important to just share a little bit more of you. You don't have to share things that you're not comfortable with. That's not what I'm saying here.
1: So you but can be personal and not, and private, right? That's yes. right?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Some things is just that's my business, right? But you can share pieces of you for people to get an understanding as to how you work, how your mind works, right? Like. Um, People are more socially aware. They they want to know what you stand for. What is your point of view, right? So those, so those are the two things. But now, <laughs> <laughs> once you have a client, what I think a lot of people tend to um, not realize is that really focusing on the client experience actually is one of the main things that brings you in more clients and actually more income. Because, another fun statistic, I'm nodding here like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) repeat clients statistically spend 20% more than new clients. That means that when a client comes through the door, meaning they sign the contract, and they pay their deposit, and now you guys are working together for your duration of time, that you want to make sure that you are providing an exceptional client experience throughout that entire process, even if there is a flub up, you know, um, because there's been times where I've had to make adjustments and provide different resolutions, and I've still been able to still have a um, a great rapport relationship intact with my client because of how it was resolved, right? So even if it's not perfect, but you want to make sure that you're offering an exceptional client experience, because what that does is that now helps to build your referral base and a lot of clients if they have enjoyed the experience with the photographer they're more willing to go back to that photographer
1: a hundred percent I always say that uh, sometimes as photographers we focus on like delivering amazing images which mm-hmm. sure right that, that yeah. should be the end goal yeah but I always say like if you're delivering the best, most amazing m- m- amazing photographs, but the experience was crappy, it doesn't matter. Like, doesn't they're not going to think about how great their photos are. They're going to remember how they felt during the whole process. Let's say that you deliver beautiful photos, nothing crazy, you know, beautiful, but the experience was really, really good. I can guarantee you that they're going to be like, wow, this was the best thing ever.
0: Yeah. I think we're so hard on ourselves. We're like, oh you know, well, I don't have this pro photo light. okay, sis, neither do I, right? Like, it's all about working with what you have right now. And like, again, really capitalizing on your skill sets. If you're someone who is a very personable individual, and you constantly get um, compliments on how you're able to make someone feel comfortable and at ease, then, then speak to that In your client experience right if if you're someone who is OCD for lack of a better uh term make that work for you yeah if you're someone who's hella organized then I want you to automate all the things right like make it easy for your client to understand you know one one of the things that I started to implement when I was starting to increase my prices because I was like okay, I'm going to increase my prices. However, I don't feel like I need to give 100 images just because my rates are now 1,500, right? They're not 1,500 anymore, but back then, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like, well, how can I add value, but still making sure that I am not overwhelming myself with the workload if, if I have four clients at this at this one rate? focus on the client experience. What can I do to update the client experience so that it flows more seamlessly, right? If it's, it's, you know, a discovery call, okay, can we automate that? Can that be automatic? Can we send a confirmation email that has in that email, thank you so much for scheduling a call. Here's a quick testimonial from a client. Here's also a link to, our spring-summer pricing guide so that you know exactly what you expect before getting on the call, right? If if it's the contract and invoice or the onboarding process, maybe you have a welcome packet that reiterates what's in your contract, that reiterates what's what you talked about in your discovery call. Maybe it's using a project management tool, right? So they know exactly where they are and what they're responsible for and what you are responsible for throughout the entire process, right? Like there's so many things that you can utilize to just make life easier for you. I think, and I hope it's it's going away, but the whole idea of like the creative martyrdom, I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> nope, nope.
1: We uh, don't the hungry artist. Mm. Don't
0: like yeah. it, no. Like we're not doing that shit here. I hope I can curse. I'm sorry. You can, you but can. We're not doing that. You know what I mean? Like you can have a creative based business, and and build it to be sustaining. You know where you can decide who you want to work with and not, and and not have to worry about how you're going to pay your bills the following month. It is doable. Is it hard work? The first couple of years? Yes, absolutely. But it gets better. You know, and so it's just a matter of what things are you willing to implement in order for it to become sustaining and don't self deprecate yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Don't so- say, Oh, I don't know, you know, like, something in my my coaching program in the photo CEO, like, you know, people will say, yeah, I I scheduled a discovery call, but I don't know, she may think I'm crazy. And I'm like, "Eh, eh."
1: you're like, I haven't said anything.
0: (laughs) Right, like stop the self-deprecating talk, right? Self-deprecating talk does not prove your humility. It just makes you feel like shit. It Mm. actually helps to exacerbate the self-doubt. It's already courageous to put yourself out there and, and start a business and promote yourself and do all of the things. The last thing you want to do is say, I don't know, I think they may think I'm crazy because I'm increasing my prices. They might, you don't need to say it, <laughs> right? Like, keep it, like, do not say those things. You are you are worthy. You are worthy of, of having a creative photography business and making sure that it's sustaining you. It's a business.
1: A hundred percent. It's a business. I would say like if you, you know, let's say that you would love, I don't know, flipping burgers, whatever the case is, but you might not be able to get a job flipping burgers because it's not going to, you know, feed your family. It's not going to pay your bills, right? That might not be what's going to do. So I want people to think of their business the same way. Because especially, and you mentioned this, that women, I think that it's harder for us to talk about money. It's harder for us to be like, This is the price. It is what it is. It's, you know, I think it's a social condition that we have been, you know, our brain trained to like accommodate others before we accommodate ourselves. And I think, you know, 2021, this is it. It's the time to be like, even if you feel uncomfortable, just do it.
0: The quote that I always like to say, and I share this occasionally, and I may need to share it again on Instagram, is that, sis, I want you to increase your rates, right? I'd rather you be scared than broke, right? Like what is the alternative to not showing up. What is the alternative to not increasing your prices, knowing that it's time for you to bump up your rates? You know, the alternative is living a life that is not fulfilling. That 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 is what it comes down to, right? That, that's it. You know, I, I I'm so thankful, and I say this with with all the gumption behind me, <laughs> all my ancestors. I am so grateful. For where I am right now, because I know I worked hella hard and, and you probably, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking to yourself, this sounds like a lot of mindset work. Yes,
1: it is.
0: It is a lot of mindset work, right? Like I am incredibly grateful that I'm in a place in my business where I'm about to hit six figures in June, right? Six figures in June. And I'm not working 50 to 60 hours a week. I have the space to try other interests, right? Because I'm a human being that wants to live a full existence, right? The reason why this is that I have the space and, and these additional opportunities, it's because I did the unsexy shit. I did the grunt work, right? No one wants to talk about improving their messaging, No one wants Mm. to talk about, you know, how to improve their ideal client, how to improve their systems and, and utilize project management tools and softwares, right? Pitching, you know, reaching out to your network. These are unsexy things. The sexy, the sexy shit is 10% of my job, which is the thing. The shooting and the styling is 10%. Everything else, that is what allows me to do that 10%. Happily and not be resentful.
1: There you go. That's always good. And I said, like, um, take, I mean, take maybe baby steps if that's how you feel, Mm. but like take steps, do anything. Because I remember when I first started 10 years ago and my pricing was at the time I thought, oh my god, this is crazy, is so much money. And now I look back and I'm like, "Mm, I'm glad I'm here now. But also if I put myself like 10 years ago looking at where i am today that seemed impossible yeah that seemed like i'm never gonna get there but you do yeah. get there so long as you keep moving you can you can just stay still just because you feel uncomfortable it's mm-hmm. part of life you have to push through this uncomfortable to get to where you need to be mm-hmm. that's it that's it right there I,
0: you know i feel like you fail when you quit mm, that's so good i'm gonna
1: quote you on that <laughs>
0: You fail when you quit. When 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 you're just like I don't think I can do it. Yes, you can. Now, now obviously, if you're not happy, okay? Like we're not telling
1: you to do something that you are not. Happy. Correct. One thing is being scared and uncomfortable, but knowing that the end result is gonna going ratifying. to be
0: gratifying. Exactly, and being worth it, right? So we're speaking to that. You know, there are so many Things and I, you know, I share it on IG posts and things like that. But, you know, I would say before I really started to hit momentum in my business, I started hitting momentum in my business around the end of 2018, top of 2019. But if I look back at 2017, 2017 was a pivotal year because that was when I relocated to DC. I'm originally from New York, y'all. And, you know, when I started my business, like I said, I was shooting in my New York studio apartment with an iPhone and two soft lights. But at the top of 2017, I was about to be evicted from my apartment. I was about to be evicted from my apartment. I had $300 in my bank account, but I really, really believed in this dream. And I was like, I don't know what I need to do, but I need to figure something out because I feel like if I don't continue to push this idea, that I'm going to regret it mm. when I'm 60, 70 years old. So I, I spoke to a friend who lived here in the DMV area. I said, I gotta move, I gotta leave. <laughs> Can I stay with you for a little bit? I really believe in this idea, but I just need some space, right? She let me live with her. I lived with her for five years, time flew by so quickly. Um, but I look back at that moment that, that was a huge pivotal moment because at that point I could have given up, right. Mm-hmm. I could have been like, I'm about to be evicted for my, from for my apartment. This is crazy. Like, I don't know what the F I'm doing. Let me just go get a full-time job. You know, le- let me do something else. Let me stay in New York. Right. And I think back at it. And I'm like, thank God. Like, I'm so thankful. Like I, I did not know that where I am right now would be where I am. But boy, you you know, it was
1: worth it, right? It was
0: so it
1: was it was worth it all worth the tears, worth the stress. It was. I think another thing to point out here in this conversation we're having is that, you know, we go with a little saying that I, I'm not a fan of it. It's like, oh, if you love what do you do, you never work a day in your oh, life. It's, oh. I love what I do. And there is days that I don't want to do it. So let's be honest, right? There is days when I'm just like, um, I'm, you know, not today. Not today. Uh, you don't have to love it all the time. I think that is like a kind of false thing that they're trying to sell it like a false dream and I and I feel that's unrealistic I feel there is there is seasons that you're gonna love it there is days or even seasons where you're just gonna be like I had enough I I need I need I need some time to breathe over here because I mean I had enough but still you have like you love it right so oh yeah I mean it's still a job like exactly (laughs) it's still a job at the end of the day
0: I still gotta pay taxes like I'm still answering to someone right like I'm still answering to my clients. I'm still having to create resolutions and like be a problem solver, right? Like I still have to do critical thinking skills, right? And sometimes it gets on my nerves. <laughs> it does, it gets on my nerves. But I love, I do genuinely. I genuinely love what I do. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful and it's so surreal to say, yeah, I shoot, tiny things for a living
1: were you know? you, did you do anything other before brand photography were you a wedding photographer or something like that before Mm-mm-mm.
0: I I knew I knew my ministry and interesting enough I used to be a wardrobe stylist okay I used to be a wardrobe stylist and <laughs> uh just it was too much. It was too much. I, you know, I was tired of chasing the checks, you know, like I did a project or I was an assistant for a stylist. It was like, the project was in September. I didn't get my first paycheck until like May, the following year. Mm, nope. It's like, you know, I, I want to be creative. I want to, to still style, but maybe in a, in a smaller capacity. And that is when I transitioned to product styling and product photography. I
1: love this. So good. So you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you have obviously a class. Tell us a little bit about what this class is about.
0: Yeah. So the photo CEO, and we kind of briefly talked about the C part.
1: We're talking about some of the (laughs) the framework.
0: Yeah. So the photo CEO is a group coaching program um, that is for women product photographers um, specifically, women product photographers that either have existing photography experience and they're looking to transition into product photography, or they have at least one to two years of product photography underneath their belt. Because a lot of the techniques and things that I share is essentially everything that I've learned over the, really now over the past five years um, to help accelerate their growth. A lot of the things that I learned I learned outside of a container it was Mm -hmm. especially me figuring it out Um, but I knew I wasn't the only woman product photographer who aspired to live a sustaining life and to have a sustainable business um and I would always get questions all the time about pricing like how do you price your stuff and like how do you say no it's like say no right like um so, yeah, we cover mindset work in relation to strategy in order to implement. We cover the CEO framework. So we talked about Clarify. The other two parts is Engage, which speaks specifically to, you know, marketing your services on Instagram, um, because that is the platform that I, that I have used. Mm-hmm. Um, and also pitching, which there's no such thing as a perfect pitch, y'all. Um, and then the o which is organized which and that that speaks to how to build more organization and efficiency and automation in your workflow so that it works not only for you but also provides a really great client experience um, to your clients so that they come
1: back so a very holistic approach is this program. Very holistic. It's, it's essentially school. I like it's it. School for 12 weeks. <laughs> and this happens, okay, so it happens for the time of 12 weeks. When is the next uh, opening happening? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a waiting list? So perhaps somebody listening to this. Okay. So I want to make sure that I add all this information into the notes of this episode. But if you can tell us here, what could people go to like jump on this wait list?
0: Yeah. So you're going to jump on the wait list y'all because the next session is TBD because we're making some updates. Um, But you're going to go simply to thephotoseo.com. So you're going to check that out. You're going to learn a little bit more about the framework. You're also going to have the opportunity to look at uh, video testimonials of some of the students who have gone through the program. So all that will be on thephotoseo.com.
1: Awesome. Well, since this is a marketing podcast, I have to ask you this question. (laughs) What would be one marketing tip that you want to share with uh, all of us? Oh, my goodness. Um, and I'm putting you right on the spot. I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> I feel like there were so many marketing gems in the past. You did. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Hmm. I would say the first is show up.
1: Already, that's
0: good. The first is show up. I have one more though. Oh, go ahead. I love this. The, the other one I would say is you do not have to do it all on on one platform, like think outside the box. Think outside the box. It, you may, your customers may not be on Instagram for product photography, they probably are, but they may not be on Instagram. They may be on Pinterest. They may be on LinkedIn. They may be on a podcast, right? Like start to put yourself out there and 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 find opportunities of how you can cross promote And network with other individuals, not only in your industry, but also outside of your industry.
1: I love this tip. And I would say that in a bunch of episodes that I have published, this is the first time that somebody talks about it. So there you go. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, what is something that you are currently loving? Doesn't have to be product photography related.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm currently loving my apartment. I'm currently loving decorating my apartment and painting. I've been getting into more paint painting recently with uh, the more space that I have, and it's been really like exciting. painting,
1: like canvas or painting the walls of your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, painting like cam- canvas okay. <laughs> and pieces pieces
0: of paper. Awesome! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know
1: you were doing murals in your house.
0: <laughs> no 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 baby we
1: we're, we're not at that level so. no <laughs> i'll ask you again in a year let's see what this like painting in camels no, seriously, seriously.
0: seriously we'll, we'll see Definitely. awesome
1: well it was a pleasure having you today and just to finalize where could people find you
0: yes so if you want to learn more information about my services simply go to dardencreative.com If you want to reach out to me, ask me any questions, I'm actually always on the gram. Um, So you can find me at Tamara.Darden. So that's T-A-M-E-R-A.Darden. Shoot me a DM or if you want to send me an email,
1: hello at DardenCreative.com awesome. I'll make sure to add all this to the notes. It was a pleasure having you today. You dropped so many great pieces of like knowledge that I'm sure people are definitely going to appreciate. And I can't wait to hear what actually we have a date for uh, the CEO program that you have.
0: Yes. Thank you so much (laughs) for the opportunity, Carolina. I'm so excited. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Thank you for everybody that joined us all the way to the end. It was a pleasure having you and I'll catch you next week with another amazing guest. Until then, ciao.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic
1: Group on Facebook. Until next week.